Hey everyone, so this seems to be happening a lot lately. I'll be working on some other content, and suddenly an unrelated story will catch my attention. I was at work the other day, and suddenly I hear on the radio that there was an apparent terror attack resulting in five deaths, and the weird part that really stuck out at me was the fact that the killer's weapon of choice was a bow and arrow. I believe at first, and I could be wrong, I thought they said the killer was Swedish or that the attack took place in Sweden, but it took place in Norway, and the killer was or is a 37-year-old Danish national living in Norway by the name of Espen Andersen Braven or Brathen. And I have to admit that my kind of knee-jerk assumption while I was first listening to this story is that it was probably some right-wing anti-immigrant kind of thing, perhaps similar to Anders Breivik, who committed the Norway attacks back in 2011, which resulted in 77 deaths, I believe. And I think the reason why I probably made that assumption is just because it seems like it's been so long since we've had an Islamic terror attack or an act of Islamic extremism in the news, at least here in the States or in Europe. Maybe there are still incidents like that happening here and there in Europe and we're just not hearing about it as much. I don't know. Uh, but I can remember several years ago, or who knows how long ago the way time flies, I can't believe uh, the Anders or Anders Breivik case was all the way back in 2011, but I can remember when it seemed like every week there was a new story about an Islamic terror attack or an act of Islamic extremism in the news. Um, but yeah, it seems like we haven't really heard of anything like that recently, with maybe the exception of... That very flawed withdrawal, uh, you know, from Afghanistan where we had both ISIS and the Taliban, you know, moving in. And I think there was at least one or two suicide bombings. But unlike Anders Breivik, this wasn't some anti-Islamic immigration guy. Uh, this guy was actually a Muslim convert. And before the attack, he actually uploaded a brief video. And so I'll play it now. Hello. Hi. I am a messenger. I come with a warning. Is this really what you want? And to all who want to make up for himself? So it's time. Bear witness that I am a Muslim. Yeah, so a very strange and awkward little video, and I also found it rather vague. He doesn't list or specify any particular wrongdoings or transgressions against Muslims. He just says, is this what you want? I imagine referring to the attack he's about to carry out, as if the attack was intended to be some sort of punishment or retributive act for the perceived mistreatment of Muslims by Western powers, etc., and I'm not a psychologist, although that would be kind of convenient because I could treat myself. But judging by the video, the guy seems a bit off, you know, kind of disconnected or possessing a very kind of flat or empty affect. But that could also partly be nerves, I guess, recording himself combined with pre-terror jitters. But I'm probably stating the obvious, you know. Um, I don't think we'd expect someone willing to go around town sniping innocent people with a bow to be the picture of mental or emotional health. And I don't know why, maybe it's just me, but I find the fact that he carried out the murders with a bow and arrow to be even more chilling in a way than if he had carried out the murders with a gun. 
Even though they're both range weapons, I feel like you have to really be committed to kill someone with a bow. It's not as simple as just, you know, pulling a trigger. You have to keep them in your sights while you manually, you know, draw back the bowstring. And I think the bow and arrow is a weapon, you know, we associate with hunting. So there's also the disturbing connotation that he was hunting humans, which essentially he was. And apparently this guy was already on law enforcement's radar, and he was already known as having been radicalized. But I'll read a bit from this New York Times article. And so this article is dated October 14th, and I'm recording this on the 17th. And so it's entitled, Bow and Arrow Rampage in Norway, Treated as Apparent Terrorist Attack. The police said they had previously contacted the suspect, a 37-year-old Danish citizen who is believed to have killed five people, over concerns that he had been radicalized. A 37-year-old man was charged on Thursday in connection with a bow and arrow rampage in a small town in Norway that killed five people and wounded three others in what the authorities said was an apparent act of terrorism. The police identified the suspect in the grisly assault in the town of Kongsberg, about 50 miles southwest of Oslo, as Espen Anderson Brathen or Brathen. And so here's a quote, the incidents in Kongsberg currently appear to be an act of terrorism, the Norwegian security agency known as the PST said in a statement. It added that investigators were still trying to determine precisely what motivated the attacker. Many flags across the normally bucolic town far from the bustle of the capital flew at half-staff, and grief-stricken residents placed candles and flowers at a makeshift memorial in the town square. And it continues, the regional police chief said that the suspect had been known to the authorities. Officials said Thursday that the assailant was a Danish citizen who lived in the town and who had converted to Islam, but did not say when that happened, why his conversion had raised concerns, or what action the authorities had taken. And here's yet another quote, kind of reiterating or echoing the same thing. We have previously been in contact with him regarding worries about radicalization. I could feel myself about to stumble over that one. I don't know why. Radicalization. Okay. And it quotes the person, and there's no way in hell I'm going to properly pronounce the uh, that name, but they're the regional police chief. Oh, the uh, regional police chief again. Okay. Said at a news conference before the suspect was named, asked whether the assailant might have been motivated by extreme religious ideology, he added, once again in quotes, we don't know that, but it's natural to ask the question. Four women and one man were killed in the assault on Wednesday evening. The attacker, who escaped an initial confrontation with the police, unleashed a volley of arrows at apparent strangers in Kongsberg. Some of the victims were also found inside private homes. And it's quoting a lawyer apparently working with the police. We have information about the perpetrator making his way into houses and committing the murders there, she said. The police chief said that the last time concerns about the suspect's radicalization had been brought to the attention of the police was last year, but he did not say who had contacted them with those concerns or specified their nature. He said only that the police had followed up on multiple reports. So the part about him going into strangers' homes and trying to kill them with a bow and arrow, uh, that's... 
that's particularly chilling or disturbing. Um, you can almost vicariously feel that vulnerability or surprise. Imagine you're, you know, in what you think is the safety of your own home, and all of a sudden some madman breaks in and starts launching arrows at you. Absolutely crazy. It reminds me of a recent story here in the States about a mentally ill vet who broke into a house and killed a family, including as disturbing as it is an infant. Here's a bit I copy and pasted from an NPR article about that story. Investigators say when they captured Marine veteran Brian Riley outside the Lakeland, Florida home, where he allegedly killed a couple, their three-month-old son, and the boy's grandmother, he told them, you know why I did this, but they say they don't, and in fact may never know why Riley launched an attack against a family he had no known connection with, except that he may have been mentally ill. Riley's girlfriend told investigators that he had been saying he could communicate directly with God. And if I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard that he was under the delusion that there was a girl, a young girl who needed saving, who was living in that house, but I don't even know if that girl actually exists, and even if she did, she had nothing to do with the people in that house. Uh, it was just part of his, his mental illness, his delusion. And let's say for the sake of argument, there was someone in there, a child who needs, you know, who needed saving. Dude, you murdered a three-month-old baby. Kind of lose the moral high ground there. And I don't want to get into it too much because my family probably doesn't want me talking about it. But I have an older sibling who wrestles with mental illness, schizophrenia. And he's been successfully medicated or, you know, his condition has been well controlled with medication for like two decades now. And then recently his doctors started messing with his medications and he's gone full-blown psychotic or schizophrenic again and he's having uh, delusions that God is telling him to do things like pull the fire alarm in his apartment building which he has done four times and so shit's getting crazy literally and yeah it's it's stressful oh man and I actually recently went to his apartment to help my father take his air conditioner out because, you know, we're trying to do everything we can to make sure he doesn't lose the apartment, you know, because he's kind of on thin ice. And at this time of year, you're supposed to have the uh, air conditioners out. And um, he had a dresser with, I counted them because there were so many, 12 Jesus statues. And I was raised, we were both raised Catholic. I, of course, am now like, you know, atheist, agnostic atheist or whatever. And, but he's always, he's probably the most devout out of my whole family. And it's so it's kind of like the gory, gory uh, Catholic Jesus, too, with the eyes, you know, looking up and the blood and everything. Just like ever since I was a, a kid, a little kid, I wasn't familiar with the term then. I don't even know if it existed, but Uncanny Valley, I think, you know, kind of gory catholic crucifixes and statues etc have always given me that kind of uncanny valley feeling they just kind of make my skin crawl and i remember being a kid i used to not want to go into my parents room especially at night because there was something about like the bloody jesus on the cross you know um or a bust of jesus with the thorns and the blood so going into a dark shadowy room at night and seeing that stuff in there you know 
But anyway, back to the story at hand. And it's funny, I mentioned Anders or Anders Breivik earlier, and this New York Times article mentions that case as well. It says um, of this recent, the Bone Arrow attack, that it was the worst mass killing in Norway since 2011, when a far-right extremist killed 77 people, and that would be Anders or Anders Breivik, most of them teenagers at a camp. And so I found some interesting tidbits in a New York Post article. And keep in mind, I think it's changed to some degree. I think the consensus is that the New York Post does cover a lot of valid news stories and reports on them properly. You know, they have actual journalists or reporters working for them. But it also has a reputation for being somewhat of a tabloid paper and for being uh, biased to, you know, towards the right or whatever. So keep all that in mind. Um, but I thought it was interesting. It says the man's neighbors told the Norwegian outlet they had observed Brathen or Brathen, however you all pronounce it, who reportedly engaged in a quote unquote brutal fighting style of martial arts, training with weapons in his garden. National broadcaster NRK reported that the suspect had been convicted of burglary and bought small quantities of hash in 2012. Well, I mean, can't fault him for buying hash. Anyway, that's according to the Telegraph. Um, Brathen or Brathen was also... And I don't even know if either of those pronunciations are accurate. Um, I I wonder if longtime friend and listener Tim Danaher is listening. He he might know what the proper pronunciation is. But Brathen or Brathen also was banned from visiting his parents after seriously threatening them, according to the outlet, which cited the often posting. Often posting? Is that it? Anyway. And also reported here, it says, Witnesses saw lifeless people, heard intense howls and screams, and saw people running for their lives in the streets. And I guess um, at least one of the people wounded was an off-duty police officer. And when police responded, when they showed up on the scene, they were also shot at with arrows. So just crazy stuff. It's like if Rambo was a Muslim convert. Uh, anyway, probably shouldn't be joking, but that's how we get through this stuff. But I think, yeah, you know, in closing, an important question to ask is, is this just a mentally ill or emotionally unstable guy who converted to Islam and decided on his own to wage jihad? Or was he, quote unquote, radicalized by the leaders or fellow congregants at the mosque or Islamic center he was attending? Both articles I read from use the word radicalized, but was he self-radicalized or radicalized by others, you know? Uh, If he was radicalized by others, then hopefully the authorities investigate who radicalized him, you know, and do something about it. Uh, Killing in the name of religion, you know, always ugly stuff, but in fairness, going around killing innocent people with a bow and arrow or any other weapon is always morally abhorrent, no matter what your reason is. Um, But yeah, a strange and disturbing little story that caught my attention, so I thought I'd cover it. All right, brothers and sisters, until next time.